Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, hello. Happy Monday and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. As always, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, a non-diet registered dietitian nutritionist. And on today's show, I really want to talk about our food and body stuff. Really what I mean by the term food and body stuff, this has become like a term that I've used all the time that really encompasses how we think and feel about and in our bodies, right? Like how we feel about our bodies, how we feel in our bodies at the same time. It's also like the worries that we have about our body and maybe about weight change, the anxieties that we have about the same things, our, our, our body changing or weight gain, um, or about the foods we eat as well, like anxiety, making food choices, going out to eat, being social with food, having you know drinks or having like quote unquote fun or play foods, right? Like we are so caught up oftentimes in like, what can I eat? What can't I eat? What's good? What's bad? That leads to a lot of anxiety and also frustration too, mostly towards ourselves. We mostly get frustrated at ourselves if we're not making the quote unquote healthy decision, or I feel like we've lost willpower or feel like, oh, it's another time that I've fallen off the bandwagon. Have you ever felt this way? If so, me too. For years, <laughs> I went for a, a, a solid decade, like immersing myself in the food and body stuff given to us from diet culture. Truly, diet culture says eat this, not that, look this way, not that way, move this way, not that way. Like, we are given like these lists of a contradicting, mind you, <laughs> um, advice and rules from diet culture that like we subconsciously try to abide by. And when we feel like we've done something wrong or when we're not feeling super great in our bodies, you know, because we ate the pizza or because we drank the beer or whatever it is, we beat ourselves up for that. And we say, oh, we're not healthy. We didn't do the healthy thing. Diet culture must be right. And we find ourselves constantly conflicted in our food and body relationships. That's what I mean by food and body stuff. Like that's just like a term that I made up that encompasses all of that because we hold a lot of that inside of us. And the truth is we don't share that a lot with other people. We try to make it look like we're calm, cool, and collected, and like we've got it all together. Like we just, we just know how to feed ourselves and, and do all the diet culture rules and work out all the time. And we talk about it. It's like our new hobby, especially like, you know, millennials and, and those in my generation. I don't know. Am I a millennial? I think I am a millennial. I'm like at the, I'm at the beginning end of the millennials, I think. Oh, somebody messaged me. You can email me at Alicia at aliciabrownab.com if you know if I'm a millennial. I was born in 92. I just turned 29 this year. And for the last like two years, I was telling everybody I was 26. I got married when I was 26. And I think that like cemented in my brain that at like just 26, I don't know why I felt like I've been 26, but I jumped from 26 to 29. It's not like a weird, like age thing for me. I just like, like completely like spaced on how old I was. Okay. Anyway, I'm 29 and I think that I'm a millennial. Email me alicia at aliciabrownab.com if I am not a millennial, if you know, like the generational terms, but I think specifically for us, like health has become 
like the best newest hobby. Like we're either like doing a health promoting behavior or we're like scrolling on social media or working or getting by with like our tasks. It's like our biggest hobby for a lot of us. And I know when I was again, like super immersed in diet culture, like that's all I did. It consumed me like eating the right thing, moving the right way. I didn't have like other interests. I was actually probably a very boring human being to be friends with. I couldn't add anything fun to conversation. I wasn't learning anything new because my health life entirely consumed me. And I know that I'm not alone in that. And maybe if that's you right now, I completely get it because we're just trying to do the best thing for ourselves, right? Like we're just trying to be healthy and do the right thing. And we know that like health is something that in part, like the whole lifestyle stuff, that's at least something that we can quote unquote control. And for anybody else like myself, control is a big thing. We can do something about something. If we can do something about something, we're going to take action on it. We're going to do the best we can at it. We're actually going to go a hundred miles an hour on doing that right thing when it comes to ourself. And so Truly, when it comes to like our food and body stuff, when it comes to eating the right way or looking the right way, we're going to go 100% at that. The problem is that the paradigm is flawed. And this is where the food and body stuff starts to really consume us is when we don't feel like we can ever achieve it. It seems like this ever fleeting thing. We'll never be healthy enough for diet culture. We'll never be thin enough for diet culture. We'll never eat enough kale for diet culture. We'll never go on enough walks. So we'll do too much cardio. We'll, we'll mess up in some way by diet culture standards. We'll never meet its standards. They contradict each other. Everyone's got their own kind of shallow advice that they're giving out by broad, by, as a byproduct from diet culture's rules. And it really makes us seem like we are constantly failing at the pursuit of health. And so look, that's why the food and body stuff continues to consume us because we never feel like we're winning when it comes to being healthy. I'm here to change the paradigm. I'm here to take us out of the weight loss paradigm and into the embodied and intuitive eating paradigm where you can feel like if you want the pizza, that is the healthy thing to do. When you're eating pizza with your friends and you eat to a amount that satisfies you and you don't only eat pizza and you don't feel like out of control around the pizza, but you allow yourself to have it with everybody else and impacts your social life, your mental health in a positive way. That's the healthy thing. The unhealthy thing for an embodied or an intuitive eater would be to say, oh, you guys, I'm not having pizza today. I brought my own salad and I'm going to top it with, you know, these carrots and these watermelon radishes that I did. I was that person. And I get it because we think pizza, bad, kale, good. Pizza, bad, vegetables, good. But do you see how that disconnects us from other people in our life? They might, oh, they might just laugh and say, oh, you're the health nut. Like, of course, like in my case, they would say, oh, you know, she's a dietitian. She's just eating differently. And I hid behind the dietitian facade for that decade. I would say, oh, I'm just a nutrition student. I'm just going to eat differently. But really, it put me like up on this 
awkward pedestal that I like probably weirdly enjoyed of like, this is part of my identity to be this healthy one when really it was negatively impacting my mental health and my social life and, and me as a person and many other ways it impacted how I cooked, how I felt about my body, how I clothed myself and how I lived in full more so than just like my relationships and my health and my work, my ability to find purpose in life. So that's where I'm coming with you here on the show to talk about all the food and body stuff, because what we don't realize is that when we let our body lead, when it comes to how we eat, how we view our bodies and how we feel about our bodies, our ability to attune to our bodies, how we cook, how we style ourselves and how we live, when we truly are able to let the body lead, we show up more authentically. We find ourselves healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We feel like we can find ourselves more grounded and able to respond to life rather than react to life. We find that life doesn't just like pass us by and we're like this bystander as we're, you know, trying <laughs> to run on this hamster wheel of diet culture. We feel like we, we are able to experience life in a more fulfilling way. We're no health and diet culture don't run the show. And actually the anxiety of following diet culture rules and being healthy doesn't run the show anymore. Rather, there is a harmony. There is a symphony of health taking place by you doing things that fill you up and nourish you in a very authentic way that doesn't take a lot of force, but rather there's flow in that conversation. And so that's why That's why first and foremost, I'm here talking about food and body stuff with you because I've lived in the force. I've lived in the resistance of resisting my body, of resisting foods that I wanted, of resisting satisfaction and and pleasure with food because I was so disconnected from myself and I was trying to do the healthy thing, but it just got weird. And it got so forced and hard that I never felt like I was doing the right thing. I never felt healthy. I never felt the energy that I wanted. Sure. I got compliments from other people for weight loss, but they didn't know that they were complimenting poor health behaviors. They didn't know that they were complimenting my poor mental health. They didn't know that they were complimenting me restricting and starving myself. You know, when I, especially when I had like my worst relationship with food, And so that's why I'm here talking about all this food and body stuff. I know what the resistance is like, and I know what the expansion feels like now, like the joy and the bliss that accompanies health, where health doesn't just like run our lives. The pursuit of health doesn't take away from our life, but we actually find health in our own way that enhances our life. And so by dropping all of the burden of the expectations of how we should eat, how we should move and how we should live. And by really letting the body lead in that, by understanding how to connect with our body, by strengthening our mind-body connection, by healing our relationships with food in our bodies, by learning how to cook great, satisfying, home-cooked meals in the kitchen that aren't just satisfying, but also are nutritious. Like we find that nutrition and satisfaction come hand in hand as we cook in the kitchen. That's a huge part of 
healing our relationship with food in our bodies. We also find that like, once we start to honor our bodies, we style our bodies differently. We can like define our own style. That's a huge part of it too. How we show up in the world, how we clothe ourselves, a huge part of that. Has anybody not felt super triggered going into the closet and just felt like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to wear today. Everything feels like it doesn't fit. It's not comfortable. I hate everything. And so by translation, I hate my body too. I felt that way for years. It just kept me in the dieting paradigm. It just kept me in thinking my body is never going to be enough. I can't fit into these clothes. Something's wrong with me. When we let our body lead instead and we honor our body, learn to respect our body by healing our relationships by food and body, we say, oh, dang, I can look good in what I'm wearing today. I know that I have clothes in my closet that fit and feel comfortable. Yes. And lastly, we feel like we can seriously live differently as well. We can feel like we can declutter some of our spaces because we've decluttered some of the emotional stuff that's been such a burden in our life. And so today on the show, I wanted to start start with talking about this food and body stuff and how it impacts our life. But really what I'm leading into now is telling you all of the pillars that I have in a program that I'm developing, and it's called The Workshop. And this is going to launch in June. June 20th is the start date of enrollment for The Workshop. And so mark that on your calendar. If you are listening and you're like, yes, I've got food and body stuff that I need to let go of and I don't know how. I don't want to be on another diet, but I'm feeling fearful of food. I don't know where to go. This program is for you. If you felt like, gosh, you are reacting to life and it's passing you by and you're kind of feeling so overwhelmed by being healthy, this program is for you. If you're feeling like, gosh, I don't know how to cook in my own kitchen. This gives me anxiety. I'm don't know how to cook healthy for myself. Cooking seems so hard. There's so much work. I don't have any recipes I like. This program is for you as well. If you're feeling constantly triggered, like when you're going into your closet (laughs) and you're just feeling like nothing fits, nothing works. I hate my wardrobe and I hate myself as well because of it. I hate my body and how it looks and it doesn't look good in anything. This program is also for you. I've also so been there. I just really empathize with like the style piece. Yikes. That is so hard to deal with every single day going into the closet. It's like painful, but there is a way out of this. There is a way out and it starts with healing our relationships with food in our body, but it doesn't end there. Then we have to talk about how we strengthen our mind-body connection, how we can cook more consciously in the kitchen and have it not be a million steps, have it not be in a million ingredients, but really just knowing what our cooking style is and knowing what our authentic style is of how we clothe ourselves as well and how we live. So those are the five pillars of the workshop. Again, this program is going to be launching in June. And guess what? Every Monday from now until the launch of the workshop, I will be talking about a pillar of the program. So today we talked about diet culture. We talked about how to be embodied in our food experience and how that can help us heal our relationship with food, attune to the body, meet its needs with food, understand and work and flow with the body rather than feeling forceful about feeding ourselves and forceful about how we look um, and about, you know, managing our weight, managing our food intake. If we become embodied in that food experience, we can be more intuitive as we eat as well. And that leads to better 
long-term mental, physical, emotional health for life. It's truly an anti-diet approach. Um, and so we covered the first pillar of the program today. And in the following weeks, we will be talking about mind, body, harmony, conscious cooking, authentic style, and intuitive living. So I cannot wait until next Monday where we can unpack another pillar. But I hope today, as we talked about food and body stuff, I hope today you know that if you are struggling with your body image, if you are struggling with just feeding yourself and struggling with like balancing all of the food rules that you're trying to live by and you're just feeling at war with it all, I hope today after this episode, you you truly know that you're not alone in that experience. And I bet that there are way more people in that that same experience than you know that are in that fight with you that are not talking about it, that are acting like they've got it all together, that they are calm, cool, and collected, and that they've got it all together. There's way more of us at war with food in our bodies than we might realize. And there is a way out. There is a way to truly heal that relationship with food in your body so it does not run the show anymore. And rather, you are put back in the driver's seat where you feel like you can live a more full and bright and purposeful life after healing your relationships with food and body. And I hope also that you can see that that will then cast this like huge ripple effect into many other areas of your life. And you'll at the end of it feel like you are more yourself than ever before because you've come home to yourself again in a way that you haven't in a long time. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. If this show has impacted you in any way, screenshot and share this message with anybody that you feel might benefit from the message or benefit from learning about the workshop coming up in a few short weeks. Also, if you have a second, hit subscribe wherever you are listening right now, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, if you're watching it there. Yes, you can watch the show on YouTube. Subscribe there as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And lastly, I just want to wish you like the best Monday ever, and I look forward to seeing you here on Thursday's episode. Take care. Have an awesome day. Talk soon.